This is the Dream Crushing Debt Podcast. Discussing all things money and budgeting with your host, Dustin Olson. Welcome back, everybody. Today's Tuesday. I hope Mondays were good for you. I hope uh, nothing terrible happened. Mondays tend to have a reputation, so I hope it's been a good start. Today, I want to talk about uh, some Dave Ramsey advice and what I think about it. Um, Dave Ramsey says, if it has a motor in it, it should only be worth half of your salary. Okay. This is interesting, and this means, right, if it has a motor in it, combined, should only be worth half your salary. So you got two cars, combined should be half your salary. You got some four-wheelers or razors or jet skis or uh, we won't, maybe a riding lawnmower, we could call it, I don't know. Uh, But if it has a motor in it, all of those combined should only be worth half your salary. Now, I only have one car that's... I only pay for one car, and in my experience of budgeting and factoring in car payments into the budget, and and I love cars. I am into cars, especially new cars, and every time I start just dream shopping, car shopping, and running different payment calculations on what different cars cost, uh, the more expensive cars than what I have, um, I always come back to, man, I cannot afford this. This is too much money for me right now. And, it, and there truly is, I think, that sweet spot in, in budgeting where you've factored in everything else that you spend money on. And when you start to consider spending more money on a car payment, it's like, ooh, nope. Nope, this is not going to work. And um, and so after, and I've seen this advice from Dave Ramsey come up more than once. And I, when I take the value of my current car and my salary, and it's almost quite literally half of my salary. And it's, I'm just like, wow, that's, with budgeting and uh, Dave Ramsey's advice is like, it, it it truly works um, so that I could have the car that I have with the money that I make. It's it's that sweet spot. It's that it's comfortable. It works. Um, I can't afford it anymore. I'm, I'm kind of maxing that out with the car that I have. But I think it's really good sound advice so that if you're looking for a new car or to add another car or get some toys to play with, on the weekends, um, outdoors, um, it's uh, it's got to be worth only half your half of your salary. So, I, I think take that into account when you're doing that. And if you need a second car for your family's growing or whatever, you, you might have to sell your current one and get two more affordable cars that. Uh, meet within this half of your salary metric. And if you want to buy a four-wheeler or a razor, uh, you want those? Well, they add to the pot as well. And it's 
I think it's just great advice because at the end of the day, or rather, shall we say, at the end of the month when the payments do, um, you don't you don't want to spend all of your money on a depreciating asset like that. Um, I mean, I I love cars. I love new cars, especially. I love cars with tech in them, and they're I think they're awesome. And I would not be disappointed one bit if I had to drive one. But uh, it's it's so hard to to spend all that money just to have 25% of the resale value disappear in the first year of buying a new car. Okay, and another. 25% over the next two years of buying the car, give or take, depending on what you buy. But um, yeah, the first like three three to five years of the car, you're losing 50% of your resale value, um, more or less. And and that's 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 a lot to lose because yeah, in five years, like I'm yet to keep a car for five years. I've come close, but I'm I'm yet to keep a car for five years, and I I just would hate to spend, overspend, overextend myself on a car payment that I just lost a ton of money on, and when you're you have a car payment that is is a lot, and then the depreciation value of the car goes down faster than you can pay it off, then you have negative equity, and should you try to roll into a new car, like, you just take all that negative equity with you, and, like, it's just, it's a terrible, vicious cycle. It's a, it's a snowball, and it just, it's not great, and so in my experience of owning cars, in my experience of buying cars and selling cars, it's, I, I can truly testify to the fact that having cars that are worth half your salary is the sweet spot, okay? Now, <clears throat> the ratio in which, you know, all that comes together is entirely up to you of, you know, do you have a more expensive car with a beater? Do you have, you know, used four-wheelers? Um, four it's, uh, it's up to you. I it doesn't Nothing has to be equally split by any means, but... Um, there's that sweet spot. And if you're truly going to be conscious about um, like resale value and having low payments and like, there's a lot that can go into it, but um, Toyotas tend to hold their, like they hold their value. So like your payment tends to match the depreciation. In, In other words, every time you make a payment, the value of your loan is what the car is worth anytime you go to resell it. That's, or at least those numbers match up a lot closer than like some of your German cars like Volkswagen and BMW. Okay. Um, yeah, and Toyotas typically also have like the best leases out there too, if that's what you're into. But, um, but in any case, if you're in the market for a new car, yeah, I cannot endorse what Dave Ramsey teaches any more than I am is keep it to 50% of your salary. And you can decide how much of that 50% it consumes if you have more than one motor in your household. 
that, that you're also paying for. Okay, but keep it to 50% and and your budget will appreciate it because you'll have the money you'll have money needed for other things in life like food on your table and keeping the lights on and a roof over your head. Okay, um, doing much more than that, you're really going to put a strain on everything else, and and that's why I think when you go like used car shopping, you see like these brand new trucks. They, I mean, they're nearly brand new. They have like 6,000 miles on them. And and that's because some guy couldn't resist. He had to get into that new truck and lift it up and put big wheels on it and can't afford it anymore. You know, because truck payments like that are $1,000 a month. Okay. Like, yikes. Yeah, no wonder you drove it for six months and got rid of it. Yep, you can't afford it. It's too much. Okay, so... It's, I mean, it's to no wonder. So do yourself a favor, do your budget a favor, do your family a favor, and keep the cost of all the motors in your household to 50% of your salary. And I think it's a happy way to live. Uh, you, you might not be driving a dream car, I, and cars might not be important to you, but cars are important to me. So that's why we're talking about it. But... Um, it might not be a dream car, and that's okay, um, because things will change, right? If the only time you're gonna make less money is if you probably lose your job, you know, typically, right? You'll make less money if you lose your job, so you can really only go up from there. And when you do go up, you'll have a little more breathing room to get a new car that's a little nicer, and. If having a nicer car is important to you, then we can work really hard on getting a larger salary to accommodate the nicer car. And I know that's all easier said than done, but for me, at the end of the day, having a budget that I that I live with day in and day out, um, having a car that kind of meets the requirement is has been really important because it's doable. I'm not overextending myself. I can make other things happen because all my money is not tied up into a really big car payment. Even though I would love to have the car that would come with that car payment. I really, really would love to have that car, but I just, it doesn't make sense today for me to do that. And so I just, I'm patient. I hold out. I wait for things to change a little bit. And, and who knows? I might find extra money in my budget to make it work. I I don't know yet. I don't know. But um, for the time being, that's what I got for you today. So if you've heard Dave Ramsey's advice before, and you probably have, um, I'm here to say it's good advice. Because as I've factored it all in myself, it makes sense. It works. And I know why it works. So... Uh, I hope that helps. Um, happy Tuesday to you guys, and we'll see you guys in a couple days. And that's a wrap. Thanks for listening. If you want more, we've got more at dreamcrushingdead.com.